Welcome to the New Author Baby Steps Podcast, a show where we focus on a narrow topic, give you the information fast, and help you understand a bit more of the indie publishing world. And now, on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special, I don't know, short episode of the New Author Podcast. This will be short episode number two, as it's the second one we've done, and that's how numbers work. Uh, joining me uh, for this short episode is Rich Casey, and Rich, this episode is all about you, so take it away. Yes, so we're talking Vela again, as we have been off and on in the past. And we did a short episode last month when the bonuses dropped for Vela, which they do every month around the 20th, plus or minus, depending on when the, the 20th falls. Uh, unexpectedly, they fell today on a Monday. Uh, most people get have it in the back of their head that nobody works on Amazon in Amazon on Mondays. But for some reason, they decided to drop the bonuses. And... My bonus for April was $618.13, which was about 28% higher than it was the month before. And that is probably more or less in line with what I expected, given what I'd been seeing in the data I've been able to collect so far. I've only been doing this for basically three full months now. And it almost looks, in fact, it, it looks exactly like, at least for me and what I the amount that I'm posting in terms of new episodes and amount of number of new readers I'm bringing in and things like that. If you take all that as a given, uh, I'm basically getting ten dollars in bonus for every one dollar in royalty that I bring in uh, every month. So you know I can't really be too uh, upset about that uh, because I didn't really post as I've mentioned very much last month. Uh, the only thing I, I like I said, I, I had a a twenty eight percent increase in the the gross uh, for the month. That that's also including the uh, the actual royalties I brought in. Actually, including the the royalties, it's twenty nine percent up for the month. But my advertising spend was up thirty five percent. So that's something I'm gonna have to kind of keep an eye on, and because I don't you know you don't want to get that too far out of whack. I mean, it's it was still fine in terms of uh, the ROI on, on advertising costs, it was 265% for April. Uh, so I can't really complain about that either. So overall, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, the only thing I think I can improve on, which I've kind of hinted on in, in the last couple of uh, regular podcast episodes, is I need to be posting more episodes in, in the uh, on my Vela's. And that's something I'm going to work on doing here uh, the rest of this month and then in June as well. Uh, just kind of a recap, I guess, since I'm one quarter of the way through the month, through the year in terms of my participation in Vela, because I really didn't start in January, I started in February. So this is, April would have been the end of the third month. Uh, my total gross from this little experiment has been $1,520 uh, to date on an advertising spend of $412. So I basically, I've, I've netted uh, net of marketing costs anyways, $1,108 or 269% ROI. So as long as I can keep it there, I think that's, you know, that'd be plenty good, especially considering that this is money I'm bringing in for two stories, each of which is not even one third done yet. So, you know, you can't, you can't complain about it. And I'm also on track. If, if this continues throughout the year, I can keep just kind of chugging along the way I'm doing. I'm going to make my goal for the year, which was to net out about $3,500 because I should gross over $5,000 by, by the end of the year, just in the Vela alone. Uh, and then hopefully, uh, before the well before the end of the year, uh, one or both of the Velas I currently have up there, I'm going to turn out into books and then you know, there'll be an additional revenue source, hopefully. 
But, uh, so yeah, that's kind of kind of the wrap up for that. So okay, so I have a couple questions here. Sure. Um, first question is, you do a lot. In terms of the marketing, you know, right. you've talked about how much you've spent. So can you give me kind of a breakdown of uh, where the money that you're spending is going? But at the same time, you're also posting in a bunch of, are they Vela Facebook reading groups? They are. Uh, how often are you doing that? Uh, I do it on average, probably once every other day, uh, sometimes once a day. It just depends on how busy I am doing other things. And, and basically what these are, these are reader reader slash author groups. So you're basically going in and you play these games and there's all kinds of different games. Like I'm set up like roulette wheels. Like I'm set up like bingos, you know, you know, anything you can think of. You're really speaking my language here, Rich. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it is a gamble. And it, it, because what you end up doing is you can, you're allowed in these groups to post your stories and put a little advertising blurb there for your stories. The condition is that it costs you to do that. And the cost can be anything from, well, you have to read four or five episodes from some other author, or you have to spend 50 tokens, 100 tokens on some other author's reads, something along those lines. So that's where the cost comes from in terms of the Facebook groups. And just as an idea of what I've, what I've spent last month, I spent $181 doing that alone. Uh, so... When you think about it, it cost me about sixteen fifty for seventeen hundred tokens. So you know you can do the math if you want to. I'm, I'm roughly roughly burning through about seventeen thousand tokens a month uh, reading other people's stories. And then there's also at least uh, for it, I didn't do anything last month in April, but in May there was that book funnel promo and the, the costs associated with the Facebook advertising with that. Uh, so because right now for this month for May we still have like what almost nine days left in May. I've, I'm at $131 in terms of the Facebook spend and $48 in the, I'm sorry. Yeah. $131 in terms of the Facebook group spend and $48 additional Facebook spend in terms of advertising for that book funnel. So now, um, so back to the, the Facebook groups, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. It's interesting to me. Is it, is it really just authors reading authors or are there readers in there that you could gain down the road? Both. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, but both are happening there, and and you know that's not the only place you po- I post, but that's that's where you get the most of your traction uh, there because you you know what's happening, and I think I've discussed this before. Vela right now is not viable as a author platform if you're expecting there to be a built-in audience there waiting to read stories. It's just not there. Uh, you have to drive people to it. The most successful people on Vela are those with large mailing lists that drive people to episodic stories that will they are, will eventually turn into books. And, the, and most of those people that are very successful, the ones that are getting four and $5,000 a month bonuses, are romance authors, as you might expect. You know, they've got, not only uh, is there, you know, such a large cadre of romance readers, but romance readers have been conditioned over the last decade to read in episode form through platforms like Radish and Wattpad and uh, Royal Road and a lot of the, some of the other ones that are out there. And there's lots of them. There, there may be dozens out there uh, where, where romance readers go to read a chapter at a time as they have time. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they have, they have the best luck 
uh, being able to generate royalties without having to spend anything in order to get that, at least that you can see on fa- in the Facebook groups. Uh, the rest of us plebes, we have to, uh, we have to kind of work our way up to that. <laughs> and so uh, what's the, what's good. like the model for an author in terms of using Velen? Like you're using it with, with, you don't have any like books on Amazon to sell as full novels. Right. You're using that right now to launch a couple of them. Is it right. better to have uh, books out there than you use Vela to try to get readers to go buy those books if they like you? I think, well, I'll tell you the way, I'll, let me start by saying what the way I'm using it. Okay. Yeah. I don't have anything to push people to on Kindle, KU, or any other uh, wide platform, any other platform. So what I'm doing, using it for since I have been successful to date of actually generating some net revenue is I'm using it to pay for the production costs of these stories that will eventually be turned into books. So I've netted, what did I say? I netted about a little over $1,100 so far. I mean, that's going to go into a, a cover, buying a cover, buying editing, you know, something like that. And that's what a large number of people on on Vela are doing. They're using it to pay those costs. Those that are very successful, those that are making in the four figures in terms of bonuses, they're working both sides of the street. Number they're, they're as they're writing, they're posting stories, uh, giving some initial income, driving their readers that they already have because there's they're already established in the authors on KU, driving them to kind of like an early look kind of kind of it's model. almost like a it's almost like a Kickstarter type of model. Right. It's like a Kickstarter. You know what it most, what it most closely resembles in my mind is a subscription service. Yeah. Uh, where you, you, the reader doesn't have to pay up front for the prescription, you know, for a month or whatever, they can basically pay on an episode basis as they go along. If they want to see those stories uh, before they actually get turned into books, almost everybody, well, everybody that I know of anyway, anybody, everybody I've ever spoken to, uh, their goal is to write these things uh, make a little bit of money on the side while they're while they're doing it, and then as soon as they can get it done, they turn it into a book, and then they go the, you know the normal marketing kind of routes that you go when you post things in Amazon. So you recently started the urban fantasy. Um, right. Is that going to go to Vela, or is that going to become a novel that you try to push people to that, from that's, the Vela stories? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that to to Vela uh, as well. I think unless something changes, you know, right now I've got. Uh, three months of that's it's really strange. I've got three months of data, and yet you know you can draw a regression line through three data points. Well, the the thing is with the three data points I've got, it's it's almost a perfect regression line through there, which you wouldn't. There's no reason to expect that, but I know that for every dollar of royalties I bring in, I can expect a certain amount of bonus, unless that change. Now, if I see that degrading or something to the point where it's no longer worth my time and effort to get the the money back, and you know. Granted, a thousand dollars net over three months—that's nothing for you know a typical author who's successful. You know, I would take it, but that's yeah. Just- well, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. it's it's money, um, right. it, but but it's not free money in the sense because I I do have to do something. It's not passive income. You have to do. Yeah, something. Yeah, you're working hard. Get, you're working hard. For yeah. It. Well, I don't know if I'm working hard, but I'm well, I, mean, let, I mean, let's be honest. You are. You're keeping two stories going at the same time while you're starting a third one. And at the same time that you're doing that, you are doing Facebook ads, you're doing Facebook groups. And in those Facebook groups, you're agreeing to read other people's uh, stories. Yeah. That's a lot of time to put, you know, to put forward. 
Yeah, I guess I need more naps, don't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you do. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, on the flip side of that, though, is I'm learning a lot, uh, both in terms of, of advertising and marketing and promotion and just, you know, dealing with people in online forums and things. You know, it's you'd be surprised how many people unwittingly or maybe knowingly uh, make enemies by the kinds of things they say in these forums. Uh, so I'm trying, I, I, I prefer to make my enemies face to face. I'll say thanks to people face to face, but uh, I'm learning how, how to deal with them uh, in the forums. And it's just, in a lot of ways, it's fun. It's, it's fun to see the kinds of stuff people are writing. Uh, I, I, if it wasn't for this little experiment I'm doing this year, I don't think I would have ever read a Wolf Shifter novel, for example. <laughs> or or even uh, you know some of these more, um, uh, more I guess I I want to say I, it's they're not really er, erotica, but mm-hmm. it leans very heavily in that direction. Some of the romances that people post on there. So yeah, I'm reading stories I, I never would have thought I would read, read before. I'm 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 learning, uh, especially when you once you identify who the very successful people are. I'm learning how they construct their stories, what they're doing, why people are, are, are really turned on by their stories. And, mm-hmm. uh, so th- that's going to help in the future, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, I don't think I have any other questions right now. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I can't really think of anything. Uh, there wasn't quite as much bitching and moaning this time around as there was last time in terms of the bonuses and how they, they fell and how they were distributed. I think people, I mean, uh, uh, the general impression that I've gotten so far looking, scanning through the forums is it's kind of meh, you know, it's just, they're okay. They're basically what everybody expected plus or minus. Uh, so whatever happened last month uh, in terms of March's bonuses was just one of Amazon's outliers that happens now and again. Okay. Although, although I will say uh, I did notice once when those March bonuses dropped and there were so many people that were disappointed with what they got, I did notice a distinct uh, decrease in the activity in the Facebook groups over, over the last month. And so there were, there are people that dropped out. How many groups are you in that you're doing that, that marketing? That's the most, that's the most intriguing thing to me is the the way that yeah. you're marketing in those Facebookers. How many groups are you in? Um, approximately maybe 10. At oh, the you're most. in that many. Okay. I didn't know yeah. it was that many. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right around 10 probably is about, and, and there's a lot more than that. There's probably 20, 30, 40. I just, I figured 10, I went to 10 and then I said, man, this is enough to keep. And, and so what I end up doing is I kind of try to ro- I rotate between them. Uh, and I, and I don't, you know, I, I'm not really active in all 10 at one time. Uh, there's just no way I can do that. No way I could, yeah, that's I, a lot I'd be work. interested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lot of overlap with the people you see? Uh, there's a fair amount. I would say yeah, probably on the order of 40, 40% or so. Yeah. It's actually yeah. lower than I thought it'd be. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. No. And, that, and that's what, that's one of the reasons if anybody is interested in doing this and checking Vela out and, and actually putting stories up there is to join a number of different Facebook groups, because there's a, a, a huge chunk of people, 50 or 60%, I think easily who uh, pick one or two groups and that's just where they stay. They just stay there. And you know, they're, they're probably, my guess is that they're harried working people or mothers with small children or, you know, all this kind of stuff. They just can't afford the the time of uh, the investment time. Uh, like I can, you know, somebody who's retired and sits with his, with his feet up on a, in a recliner in the evening, laptop, laptop on my lap and just kind of scans through things and see what's, you know, looks at what's going on. Looks at stories are interesting. 
So. Yeah, that makes. I, I guess I could see the reader overlap. I'm um, so the writer overlap being higher than that number, but the reader overlap. You're right. They probably do just pick a couple of groups at most because, it, much like you with what you're doing in those groups, it's a lot of work for even the reader to just stay up to date with all of them. So right, right, yeah. yeah. And I, I think what the readers do actually once they get into the ecosystem and figure out Vela and how it works, they just have their favorite authors and they just right. they don't even they just bypass Facebook groups altogether. They go right to the Vela. Uh, what I am going to try to do, I just mentioned this briefly here because I haven't actually thought it through, is I am going to try in the next month uh, pushing people directly to my Vela's, bypassing Facebook groups, bypassing Book Funnel, uh, and doing it right through a Facebook ad to my webpage where I can kind of set them up for what they might expect to see once they hit Vela and how to use it and see how that works. See if yeah, I, that'll be interesting to see if things go up or down based on doing that. That'll right. Be interesting. Right. Yeah. Now, there, there are people that are successful at doing that. I mean, just to give you a sense for how how uh, small a fish I am in this pond, I've had these three stories out there, or I'm sorry, two stories out there, and in three months, I've generated about uh, somewhere between five and six thousand reads. I can't remember exactly the number. Uh some of the successful authors on Vela have reads for single stories in the 300 to 400,000 range. Wow. Uh, so, you know, they, we got people, there's a lot of traffic to certain authors. And again, I think a lot of that they're, they're driving themselves through their, again, newsletters, through their advertising. People do talk, talk about advertising now and then, but they don't talk a lot. Uh, I don't think they want to necessarily give away any trade secrets. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, I think that's all. Yeah. The only other thing I would say is that, you know, I'm really yeah. sorry, really sorry, Paul, that they don't have this in the UK because I think you'd have a lot of fun with it too. Um, and I, and like I told Paul on, on Twitter, I have no idea why they haven't rolled it out at least to every other English speaking country because it, you know, there doesn't seem to be any major bugs or anything in it. Uh, maybe they're just unhappy or not, not satisfied yet with the way in which the audience has grown. So. Right. Yeah. eventually i mean you know i would assume if it if it survives then it'll get there if eventually. it survives it'll go international because you know the, the real market for this kind of fiction this kind of episodic serial fiction is asia and yeah is asia basically i mean that is the dominant way in which people read in asia uh so yeah eventually they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get into that market if they really want it to be successful yeah all right. Well, there you go. Um, that was uh, baby episode, short episode, whatever you want to call it, number two uh, for us. And I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Take care. See you next week. <laughs>